you, 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 you are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions, but uh, rarely any facts. Impersonations might occur, but uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Welcome to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. I am... DJ Impact, and I have with me Cincy Steve and Matt Michaels with us uh, tonight as we have uh, Simon Street out, take care of some personal issues. So thank everyone for hanging out with us. We got three good topics for for this show, and we're going to get right into it. For our first count, this is from sportswiki.com. And it is titled, The Update on WWE NXT Possibly Bringing a Second Weekly TV Show. Now, we got to start from the beginning where we had the Wrestling Observer Newsletter uh, have reported the partnership uh, between WWE and MLW that could happen. And it could happen for two reasons. Uh, Part of the reasons that we're seeing is that they wanted to alleviate the frustrations of so many guys on the roster who don't get to wrestle. And WWE realizes that they have some unhappy and bored NXT talent. Now they, so this would allow them to be able to, uh, to have this vehicle if they're, if they, you know, choose to uh, do this collaboration. Another reason why is is that WWE doesn't like the don't like the rep that they don't work with other companies in the pro wrestling world. Uh, so those are the sort of the two reasons why that they were going to do this. Um, now I will tell you with MLW, they just started doing television on Vice TV. Now, lucky me, I have Direct TV. And a direct TV seems to have every network, every channel that's ever. That's why when wrestling comes up, it's like, oh, I got it. So I found Vice um, on there. And um, actually, I mean, they, I don't know why I never paid attention to it because that's where they, they run all of the um, the wrestling documentaries. Excited, right? Yeah, but I, I just I never watched them, to be completely honest with you. But um, I've already went to my uh, DVR to set for MLW. I didn't watch this past week was there which was the first show but going forward I will. So they have that now that they at least have some uh television on. Um but this seems to be some some big news if this all goes down. Uh, I want to know what you guys take on this. Um you you hear the reasons. We already know that the the other companies have been collaborating. Um I guess if you have the big company not collaborating, I guess it could be looked at as, oh, you know, well, why can we and they don't? They have a bad reputation of wanting to work with others, <laughs> you know. But, you know, and even if that is something you can laugh at it, it as, as something that could be true or not, 
the idea of getting some of your other talent some time, I, I do see that that could be something that could work. So what do you guys think? I'll start with you, uh, Sin City Steve. Do you think this could be something that could work if, if it all f- comes together with MLW and uh, NXT? Without a doubt, man. I think that, um, as you had mentioned, there are tons of people on the roster that are not being showcased. Mm-hmm. Um, I, not even not even showcased properly, but showcased at all. Right. So I think that you know this will allow some of those people to go and work via talent exchange with MLW um, and appear on some of their programming. And uh, let's be real, um, there are a couple of people on the MLW roster that I would love to see in NXT. <laughs> Hammerstone. Um, but yeah. <laughs> um, Sign me up, dude. I would. I would love to. I would love to to see Hammerstone in an NXT ring for sure. Um, dude's awesome. Yeah. So. Yeah, and um, I mean Matt Michaels. It says um, creating their own evolve like group, um, which is um, as a weekly streaming show. This could be something that could work. Um, apparently, outside of the NXT show that come on, there's. Um, it looked like they have already sort of. Uh, did a a a testing of a um, uh, film the pilot episode uh, for this particular new concept. And again, if this would be something that that um, that they would do, it would probably be something that would be seen on Peacock uh, as something that um, that would be something great. You know, adding another show to that. So, what do you think about this? If this all comes together, does this seem like seem like it would be uh, something that would be very successful? for both companies to uh, be involved in? Well, <clears throat> so I, I think a lot of this is, um, a lot of this is um, wrestling snobs kind of putting it out there where my, my feeling is this. Mm-hmm. WWE is your pinnacle. So why do we need a talent exchange when if Hammerstone is courted by the WWE and his contract comes up, he signs with the WWE, for instance. <laughs> you know, he, he, he is- just, he just in speaking about Hammerstone, he just re-signed a multi-year deal to stay with MLW though. Right. And I'm just using that example, but sure, I, what sure. I'm saying, my point being that if the WWE wants certain talents, they'll get the talent. Yeah, so it's it's plain simple. Mm-hmm. I think this is kind of a convoluted um, report because an MLW exchange is one thing, and yes, they might see some MLW talent going over, but they have to create their own new show for it to be possible. Mm-hmm. You're not going to see Hammerstone show up in NXT because why the fuck? Why would he have any other reason than to sign with the company if he can stay with MLW for three years and, you know, show up on NXT whenever they need him? Plus, if he shows up on NXT and he's under contract MLW, do you think he's going to get the type of wins and the the character buildup? He's not. So they need to start their own, you know, basically... You need to start a indep- an independent wrestling company for 
your minor league wrestling company that is doing <laughs> your feeding to your two major wrestling shows. <laughs> oh boy. What the fuck? Um I, I you know, you also have NXT UK on top yep. of that. Right. And they have evolved basically too. Yep. So um listen, start start a program. Um or what you can do is filter out those talents to places like MLW, Evolve, um, look at, you know, um, other organizations, Ohio Valley maybe, um, FSW, um, maybe even something as, you know, like a GCW, um, anything that you can mine out particular folks to, and they can stay with that company for the in-ring experience mm-hmm. on a regular basis the the laziness essentially or the convenience of a, a working relationship with mlw is the fact that they're both in florida mm. so you don't really have to you know you can just mm-hmm. call and say hey you know come on down to the the facility we need to tape something but it would be kind of nice if they started a new program to to actually do it in a non WWE type environment. Do it in a fucking. I've always thought Shotgun Saturday Night was the greatest concept for wrestling. Mm-hmm. In a bar, and you know, it, it's very reminiscent. Obviously, a lot of independent uh, places have done that type of thing. Um, but just yeah, just. Don't give it a WWE feel. Don't give it the polish. Make it feel um, like you know they did with ECW. Nothing changed in ECW for them sending talent over there. So if you can do that and you know create a program that feels like it's something else, honestly, at this point, just create a new fucking company and put you know uh, one of your nxt producers in charge of that company and you know basically don't have it really other than the input of someone like hunter and and sean those guys who are you know keeping tabs on the guys but you know put out what you want goal-wise and getting these guys ready and you know start your own indie promotion to you know become something but um, so are you agreeing then that if they are creating this this sort of fourth show that would just be a streaming show onto Peacock that that would be the if there that would be the way to do it for this to work uh, as what is reported here do you think that that would then make this well see I think that there's there's something see so there's the difference here is that we're talking about almost two different things. MLW has their show on Vice TV, like you said. Right, correct, yeah. So anyone who goes to MLW, you know, it would be a talent exchange. But if it's a talent exchange and you're putting those MLW guys on NXT, those guys are going to be fucking jobbed out. So you need to have that streaming-only show that is bare bones, and it's not to push guys that aren't getting a push in NXT um, because that's where I thought this article went wrong is that it 
made it seem like, oh, then guys who are, you know, are bored or blah, 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 not getting their push or blah, blah. No, it's Greenhorns getting a chance to fucking develop. Ah. NXT was mm-hmm. supposed to be that. And because it morphed out of the development into an actual national product, yeah, you need to come up with an actual essentially what was uh florida championship wrestling before it became nxt gotcha so go back to having your ovw floor championship wrestling mm-hmm. mid-south whatever the fuck you want to you know equivalent it to right so that those guys who came over from mlw could actually get a working chance so that you're not taking away their rub um, and only giving the rub to your guys who are going on to their show. So that's yeah, that's my thing. I don't know. I don't know, man. Listen, if they can produce it and it costs very, very little money, they got no reason. I, I find it interesting that they even have to film a pilot to present to Peacock. Yeah. Which says a lot, so. Yeah, looking at the chat here, I see Chris when, said that uh, Paul Heyman would be the perfect person to lead that concept. Possibly, but I think Paul Heyman likes uh, what he's doing right now because <laughs> it's easy and he can do it well, you know. So, and, and my only my only caution on using a guy like Paul Heyman or anyone who has that prior notoriety experience yeah. is that the people who are progressive thinking are those people who are not necessarily big names right now. So give the shot to someone who's younger, hungry, and actually on a cheap budget will make sure that, you know, they're doing what's asked, but also are is doing what Paul Heyman did with ECW. And that is just putting every fucking sweat, blood tears into it to make it something that is totally fucking special to the situation and you know what will happen it will get so popular that they'll need another feeder to facilitate that feeder to facilitate nxt Mm -hmm. because they have all that talent so no reason to not create fucking Create showcase shows. Go for it. Yeah. But but it's not going to be... Don't do it um, to make it a rival... Anything to rival anything else. Make it because you need to get these guys experience. One thing that uh, I just have to throw out too really quick before we yeah. shift gears. Um, I think that a lot of people are actually not connecting the dots. Um, you know, the this move um, of having a, you know, a talent exchange or, you know, a working relationship or whatever between WWE and MLW. Um, keep in mind the CEO and owner of MLW is Court Bauer, who is a long time uh, or was a long time member of the WWE creative team. So mm-hmm. he, mm-hmm. he worked for WWE for many years um, behind the scenes. So I think that, you know, once you factor that in, this makes perfect sense. And it's an absolutely optimal relationship, in my opinion. Mm, okay. Good point. All right. Yeah. Well, thank y'all much on that. That was our first count. Let's jump over into our second. 
And this one is from thesportster.com. NHL is AEW's new competition, and that's a good thing. Can't wait to get Sin City. <laughs> Sin City is, he's shaking his head, yes. And Matt Michaels over here shaking his head, no. I love it. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about this, right? Um, so apparently, um, the NHL and Turner Sports secured a lucrative television deal uh, to bring some hockey on to TBS and um, and uh, TNT. So although this has happened, it, the question is now just being, I guess, thrown out there is where possibly can this programming get put? Uh, we already know that the NBA uh, usually has Tuesdays and Thursday nights on TNT. Um, you don't want to do nothing on Monday nights because during that time you have Monday night football, not to also know that you got Raw going on that night, but mostly it's about Monday night football. Um, Friday, I guess that's supposed to be like the, like the worst day to really ever put on any TV programming. So in many ways, it's looking like it could possibly be Wednesday. But if it's that, that now conflicts with AEW. So AEW is going to be trying to do everything, I guess, to show why their show needs to be the one to stay on and not get bumped by the NHL. And supposedly that's the reason why, you know, according to the the writer here that, you know, AEW in many ways uh, has been has been getting better. Um, you know, in terms of what they've been uh, putting on uh, TV, uh, he mentions the fact that you have the pinnacle in the inner circle. Um, it, it's a massive pay-per-view quality that's going to run on Dynamite. You're also getting the, what we talked about over in um, at, at on Wrestling Talk. You get the uh, Moxley will get his request for the IWGP heavyweight championship match against Yuji Nagata. So they're putting, you know, they're trying to put this programming on again, grab the numbers, show their value. Uh, but the bottom line is, at any point, is it going to be enough? And if not, what is AEW going to do? So let's just get right into it. Sin City, Steve, I know you read all of this. It's very interesting. What's your take reading this? I mean, what what do you think could happen? Good scenario, bad scenario, worst case scenario? I mean, what do you think? Well, I mean, ultimately, the the thing that we have to keep in mind is that already into this contract, uh, this TV rights deal, AEW has been preempted and had to shift their their start time and their runtime uh, on several different occasions already because of pro sports. Mm-hmm. So I think that realistically, at the end of the day, this you know this isn't anything to to worry about. Um, they have gone through and they've put their show on at 10 p.m. on a Friday night, for instance, or, you know, whatever it was. Um, And to be honest, if you look at the ratings, and I know ratings don't matter, whatever, but realistically, even with very, very little notice, um, their fans traveled extremely well. So Mm -hmm. whatever night AEW is on, they're going to get viewers because you're going to have a fan base that's going to be passionate because they're wanting to turn they're wanting to turn on their their TV and they're wanting to watch AEW. Unlike on certain other programs where it's just a habit. Oh, well it's Monday, let me turn on let me turn on wrestling. You know, that kind of a thing. So, I think that we're starting to see that fans are, you know, 
following programs. Um, and do you uh, think that would still be the case if 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 they ran up against, let's say, they wanted to go on Friday nights and they went up against SmackDown? Would that not? They're not going to go against SmackDown. Yeah. Okay. They wouldn't go against SmackDown. Realistically speaking, um, they uh, they've already mentioned that in. Um, Later on this NBA season, mm-hmm. uh, they are going to be moving uh, the, I believe it's the go-home show and the fallout show from Double or Nothing. Those shows will actually be running on Friday nights at 10 p.m. So they are shifting those two episodes of Dynamite because of NBA playoffs, I believe it is, mm-hmm. to um, to Friday nights, but they're not going to be going on at eight they're going to be going on at 10 right after smackdown ends which i think is very smart on their part um if nothing else use smackdown as a bit of a lead-in um you know you've already got the the wrestling fans watching wrestling why not have their show pick right up at 10 o'clock um and to be honest we've long discussed you know a second block of AEW programming it wouldn't surprise me if they put that other block of programming right there so 10 o'clock on a Friday night. So instead of a two hours of wrestling, I got to watch four hours when I can barely get through the two. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about your luck. <laughs> Let me jump over here to Matt. Now you, know how, now you know how I feel for three hours of Raw. <laughs> I got you. Um, all right. So what do you think about this, Michaels? Um, you know, what's the chance of NHL going, hey, we want that Wednesday night and uh, TNT say it's yours? Uh, I don't think the NFL. I don't think the NHL has to say anything, right? Games are scheduled. <clears throat> so um, let's face it. Throughout a season, games are scheduled every single day of the week, all right? So it's, um, you know, it's really not the NHL saying. It's TNT going, okay, number one commitment is basketball. So you're going to have Tuesdays and Thursdays done. It's basketball. So now you have to look at it, and NHL does have a lot of Saturday games. So you can do Saturday programming with the NHL. You can also do Sunday programming with the NHL if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, this is also giving it a general view. This guy uh, who wrote this, um, what he was trying to do, was basically say that it's time for the uh, AEW to be moved to start a war again. Now, all right. Now, I will say in the article, he does say, and I, I, I let me be fair. He says, but he says first, there's no guarantee there will actually be a conflict. So he does say that. You know, that is first. But but second, if there is. And then he goes into this long diatribe of what. So we're, I guess, playing on the idea that of if there is. All right. Take well, here, here's here's the thing, though. This is one thing that he totally fucking missed. Okay. Which I think is showing that he's kind of an idiot. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, it's true because, okay, they have the NHL coming. They have the NBA. What do the NHL and NBA have at the same time? Their playoffs. Every single day of the fucking week mm-hmm. will either be NBA or NHL. So therefore, your window is going to be 
this in terms of, oh, they can move to Monday nights. Well, okay, they probably won't do it because football is on Monday nights, so why would you do that? But you might have to move it to Monday nights because that might just be a brief time period where it just happens the second or third round of the NBA playoffs and the NHL playoffs they just have both of them have a Monday off, but it's going to be cycling. Basically, if you're carrying the playoff packages, you're going to have a trouble finding any days for two months that are going to be like regular. So AEW is going to have to play, you know, move around. There's no doubt. Now, now is that good for them to, 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 to be moved around? All right. So Steve had touch on the fan base Mm -hmm. all right you're not going to lose your majority fan base so let's say that's five hundred thousand. all right who will tune into it no matter what okay so if it's on a thursday a tuesday a wednesday whatever those people are going to tune in now having like steve said a regularity is going to cause viewership to potentially stay higher because you know that A, you just tune in on Wednesdays, they're there. B, even more so, DVRs don't... I I don't like the uh, trustability of DVRs when a program moves around. Right. Yeah. So they might... (laughs) potentially lose viewerships just because yeah. you know their DVR on whatever cable system didn't record it. Yep. Um, honestly, I think that if you really want to do something unique, um, take over Saturdays for that period of, of two months or whatever. Yeah. Just take over Saturdays. Your viewership is not going to increase by much, if any, but it's not going to decrease that much because you can have a set time frame. People will know there's nothing going on against it unless Impact, or Ring of Honor, or AEW itself has a pay per view on a Saturday night. Right. So, I, you know, this is a lot of speculation and trying to drum up this idea that, oh, well, since uh, NXT just moved, oh, there's a potential of them having a war again. And it's like, well, they won't have that war because Tuesday's NBA. But during other parts of the year, see, that's that's the thing. NBA and NHL run at the same fucking time. So you're going to have five months of the year where you have your Wednesdays intact. You just got to find how to work around the other things. We won't know until they start doing it. Lord knows how many actual NHL games they're going to, you know, end up showing on uh, TNT. Honest, honest gut feeling. The NHL fucked themselves by signing to a network that is traditionally a Southern-based network. Not a hotbed for hockey. So yeah, I was talking to one of my um, one of my sources, and uh, I don't I what they were telling me because I didn't know this. Apparently, I, I guess 
it was thought that the NHL was going to have this deal with NBC. Right. And this was the reason why the move happened with NXT over into yep. Tuesday. Yep. So I guess being that this now didn't happen, I guess what? I mean, I guess if I doubt it happened, but if any, if NXT wanted to, I guess they can go back to Wednesday if they want now. Right now, there's not going to be any conflict. Um, but well, that's, now you just brought up another factor, mm-hmm. and that is all based on USA and what they feel right. their scheduling needs. Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, if they're if they're comfortable with keeping it on Tuesday, then you have Mondays and Tuesdays where you get in a wrestling bump, but the rest of the week is you know their regular programming. So, um, it's isn't it fun to just all of a sudden become programming directors and <laughs> add that to the list. Yeah. <laughs> so, and in the end, you know, you just said a big keyword too. It's the peacock, you know, factor too. WWE really, again, it's not that ratings don't matter. It's just that if the WWE fans want to see NXT, they can turn on Peacock the day after it airs. Mm-hmm. So, again, the competition idea is kind of goofy because it's there for people who are paying for it, and now you're getting the Peacock content as well. So that's a little extra. And, you know, it, what it comes down to is just AEW. Um, again, Tur- Turner actually has money invested in AEW as well because they're doing production costs. Right. So, you know, in some ways, again, the person who brought AEW to TNT and got that extension in was canned. Oh, yeah. So, will, will AEW survive through this contract to then either negotiate the next one or jump to another network that won't put sports like NBA and NHL as their priority. So in the end, we actually might see, wouldn't this be fucking crazy if the relationship with WWE and NBC Universal mm-hmm. because of Peacock and because of USA when the Fox deal runs out, which will roughly be around the same time that AEW will be running out, <laughs> they go to NBC, and then ABC, AEW goes to Fox. Oh, my so, Lord. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just a bunch of crazy fucking speculation at this point. And um, until we you know, see... That's why guys get the paid big bucks at these fucking networks and that's why the guys who get the paid the big bucks get fired a lot mm. Cincy, did you want to add anything to that man <laughs> I, I i was just gonna say i mean ultimately you know it comes down to not just ratings but also demographics um both numbers have taken a huge jump since nxt moved over to tuesday yeah i think it's pretty safe to say that if numbers and trends hold the way that they have been that they will not be moving off of Tuesday. 
We'll but just put it out there and just leave it that. Has the programming that they've been doing that he 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 announced putting on you know the the pinnacle and inner circle? He's being these huge pay per view events on TV, and of course with Moxley. Uh, are, are those is, is it by, just by chance that's happening because they're trying to show you know put their foot in, in the position to say we're you know we should stay where we at, or that's just happened to just be I guess. Just happen to be good pro, uh, good booking. There are no such things as coincidences. Okay. And and what's even worse about that is if you are booking that to that specific to show you know that hey we should have this date and this time slot. What the fuck are you doing in terms of your? You are giving away this match. I find it even stupider <laughs> to think if that's their reasoning, then you're fucking insane and you are going to go out of business. Mm. That should be your fucking pay-per-view. Right. What the fuck? And the problem is, is if you're just trying to grow your television, then why even do pay-per-views? I, I think that one thing that really kind of mystifies me is, okay, they're gearing up for this crazy show on, of all days, Cinco de Mayo, which is not a very good day for ratings on TV. Think, people are people out of bars be- getting fucking yeah. shithoused. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Right. Like, <laughs> no one's home watching TV. <laughs> So I, I guess maybe they're doing it to try to preserve whatever of a rating that they can, of whatever demographic pull that they can. But, dude. And, and, and we do – we have to note the numbers this week and since, since that first uh, week, which was what, uh, one – so week one, they did you know over a million plus. Week two – they did just above a million plus. Now they're back under a million this past week. Mm. Yeah. So this booking better fucking pay off. <laughs> but Steve is a hundred percent correct mm-hmm. that you chose Cinco de Mayo instead of just letting that fucking day tank. Yeah. And then the next week doing it. So I don't know. Sometimes people are fucking thinking. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. And it, it begs the question of between the network itself, the programming, then directors of the network, the people that are in charge of watching over AEW's product for the network, Tony Khan himself, the creative team on AEW. And are these guys on the same page or are these just five different thoughts that just keep kind of going this way and then that way and then this way. If they, the one thing you got to say about Vince is even though people are, you know, can fucking just give him a lot of shit for a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. The buck stops with Vince McMahon period. Yeah. And the only thing that Vince has to fear is a fucking dog show. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Yeah. That's it. Yeah, forty years of programming. The only thing that Vince had to bow to was a goddamn dog show, and that's it. I used to hate those too, <laughs> but you're right. That uh, and fucking tennis. 
Yeah. <laughs> which which they had for a while, and then USA got rid of yeah, that. Yeah, then shit, USA so. was just like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're done with that. I think, I no, think I, USA, I, they finally... No, go no, ahead. USA finally realized what tennis was. Oh, <laughs> Pretty much. No, I, I just to just to kind of put a bow on it. I think that there are definitely too many cooks in the kitchen when it comes to AEW and their decisions that they're making for those relevant things. Yeah. So. All right. Good stuff, y'all. Enjoyed that uh, conversation. Let's go over to our our uh, three count. And this is just from comicbook.com titled Every Major Pro Wrestling World Champion is Currently a Heel. Now, of course, this doesn't extend to the uh, the women's portion of it, but uh, for most of the men, or all of the men, there is. So just to run down some of the names for um, for your WWE Universal Champion, you got Roman Reigns. Your WWE Champion, you got Bobby Lashley. Your NXT Champion, you got Karrion Cross. Your AEW World Champion, Kenny Omega. Your Impact World Champion, Kenny Omega. Your Ring of Honor Champion, Roosh. Um, your NWA World Heavyweight Champion, Nick Aldis. Your NXT UK Champion, Walter. Uh, and your MLW World Heavyweight Champion, Jacob Fatu. Um, so I thought this would be pretty fun. Uh, you know, I mean, first off, that and, is a and lot. And Osprey. Oh, Os- yes, DJ, I'm sorry. Osprey. I'm so sorry. Yes, Osprey. Will Osprey yeah. for uh, New Japan. I'm sorry. I didn't uh, scroll down far enough. You're right. Um, <laughs> hey, hey, don't be looking for another host soon, guys. All right. <laughs> he's the one who chooses the topics and he doesn't scroll down far enough to read them all i know I, listen i'm just you know uh, anyways but yes will osprey okay so just uh i guess for a little fun who would you think would be and this is one of the questions they had posed but i thought this would be uh cool to pose this to who do you think would maybe be the first to of these uh heels to drop their title uh out of all the ones that we named now i know you guys might not be too familiar with um with uh fatu because i don't think you watch mlw i know you know who he is but i'm not saying um yeah you watch it um and and will osprey i know steve you would know but uh michaels you don't so I don't know. What, what you, I know you know. I, mean, I don't know who. Paul I know Austin. you know. I, I preference this as the same way. I'm just saying you don't watch them on a regular basis. That's all I'm saying. Well, you think I don't, but you don't know. Oh, don't shit. ask me any anyway. questions, honey bunny. Oh. You never asked me how my day was. Man. Oh my god! You're always just it's always DJs. You know, oh my day was tough, man. I had to watch. I had to watch Impact Wrestling and ROH, man, and those two hours of wrestling every week. Oh, man. Oh, shut up. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> all right. So wh- what would you guys think? Uh, out of the, all the heels, and these are uh, some fascinating heels that are dominating the wrestling world, who would be the first you think will, will uh, lose that, that belt? Sin City. Nick Aldis. Nick, huh? For real? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And here's why is I think that so obviously the NWA is just getting everything kind of re restarted. Um, it wouldn't surprise me. Um, 
According to uh, the wonderful tracker here on comicbook.com, mm-hmm. uh, Nick Aldis has held the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship for 921 days. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Which, uh, uh, that's that's a long-ass time. Right. Um, now, keep in mind, um, it wouldn't surprise me if, you know, if it took a couple of months for that to happen or a couple of big shows for that to happen. Um, but I could see, you know, NWA taking this kind of, uh, you know, the, the break that they took and almost like a, uh, like a season break for, for TV, something mm-hmm. to that effect, um, kind of starting a new chapter. Um, so that's, that would be what I would think would be, um, would be Aldous, uh, either that or, Let's be real. Uh, you could you could go with Lashley losing at uh, WrestleMania Backlash. I think that's what Michaels is going to say. What was you going to say, Michaels? Was going to be the one. I, I think that's what you're going to say, right? Actually, I'm gonna I'm going to go out of left field. Okay. With this specific theory. Okay. If Impact is smart, and he does officially become part of the roster omega drops the belt to samoa joe at that pay-per-view when the uh 90 days is up wow <laughs> that's good i like how you think i I'd, I'd i'd be cool with seeing it man right. I, I would love to see i would love to see omega versus joe regardless right. of the outcome of the match right yep and it and and would it would do something that is uh, very important? Impact needs desperately to set a, a push the reset button. Mm-hmm. They really do because you just let your heavyweight championship go away. Yeah. So when you bring the title back, give it to someone that fans are going to want to see. Yeah. There is a hunger for Joe. Yep. And yeah. there I mean that would be it would be a win-win situation especially if AEW still has a working relationship with them. Mm-hmm. And Joe shows up on AEW's programming to, you know, either set that up or once he's won it, you know, to to do some one-offs um, you know, just to kind of tie things together. Yeah. But See, I don't, I don't understand why you would take the belt off of Lashley right now. All right. Yeah, I agree. You literally just had a win at WrestleMania. He right. only had the belt for fucking three months. Keep it on him a little more. Get some usage. If you're going to have him, ditch it. Ditch it at SummerSlam. Make it a big moment. Right. Roman. Listen, he can lose the belt, but it has to be lost without him losing the belt. Right. <laughs> so that's a bigger scenario. That, that's a little more of a headache. I don't think he, you'll see that necessarily happening. Um, so, you know, and I don't think Omega loses the AEW belt because that would just make no sense to have him <laughs> as the Impact Champion, but not the <laughs> AEW Champion. Um, and, you know, as far as all this, the other thing I think is all this could very well drop it if, in fact, he, if, if Mickey signs with uh, Impact, 
then you could see all this potentially go to impact. Um, and so he might drop it for that reasoning. And Jacob Fatu, if MLW is smart right now, because you just started back up on, you know, started with a vice, um, don't, don't have him drop the title yet. Establish him because he is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, talking about MLW talent swaps, mm-hmm. you know, if you might want to bring someone who could sit at the head of the table at some point, <laughs> the MLW heavyweight champion against the SmackDown champion. Oh, man. Oh, Bingo. boy. I love it. So, we're going to get you in that writer's chair, man. I don't know how we're going to do it, but we're going we're gonna to get you in that room. <laughs> well, last thing I want is to have a you, you want to see me break down quick and go to a nut house, have me work for Vince Man for three months, and I'd be fucking. I don't. I don't think I can keep twenty four hour days, dude. <laughs> right. Oh man! All right, but good stuff, man. Um, yeah, all of the heels, man, and these are all great heels too. Now, when you think about it, you know that that. That is keeping the wrestling world entertained. I mean, he's a, you know, I didn't even recognize it until they broke it down. Um, the only, the only other one that also could potentially happen mm-hmm. would be if, um, if none of those other belts are moving and they want to call cross up, then you'll see the title off across and probably go to a face at that, you know, at that time. Um, and you can also see that they're kind of, they're trying, NXT is the one company that's definitely trying to build those faces Mm -hmm. like Kyle and like, uh, Bronson to that point, Loomis, so that at any moment they can switch parts, moving parts like that. So that's, that's a very possible consideration as well. Well, I'll tell you this, you know, what's funny, Chris said, um, Sit Michaels in between Kevin Dunn and Bruce Pritchard and wait. <laughs> That's what I want to see. <laughs> so basically, the it's going to go very much like this. Bruce, what do you think about that? <laughs> and pass it over. I love you. <laughs> Kevin, what do you think? <laughs> you know, back in 1973, we did that. <laughs> that sounds fucking excellent. <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome. All right, guys. Well, thank you. That is our, our three-count uh, show for there, so we uh, appreciate you for listening. Let's just give some of our final thoughts uh, for the uh, for the rest of the week. So I'll go over to you, Sin City. What do you want to tell the good folks who are listening to us tonight? Definitely. Thank you guys for hanging out with us tonight. Thank you for liking, sharing, subscribing, all the kind of fun stuff that you do. We really do truly appreciate everything that you guys do for us. Um, Also, special shout out to all of the brave men and women that serve this great country on lands, both foreign and domestic. Mm -hmm. Thank you for doing what you do. And uh, without you, we wouldn't be able to do this. So thank you. Um, Last but certainly not least, repsports.com, R-E-P-P sports.com. Go there for all your pre-workout, weight loss, and energy drink needs. Uh, repsports.com. Use promo code Vegas at checkout. Save yourself 15%. Absolutely. Matt Michaels. 
Hey, uh, just, uh, you know, letting people know that uh, Simon Street, um, like DJ said, uh, has not been able to join us um, for these uh, two episodes of Wrestling Talk and Three Count. Um, let's put the rest anyone's, you know, questions or, or you know, uh, it's nothing that uh, is, um, you know, wrong with him or, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh we do, though, want to uh, to send our our thoughts and our appreciations for um, you know circumstances uh, that he's dealing with um, that a lot of us either have or will have to deal with at some point in our life. And um, um, I, you know, I don't I don't want to air you know his his stuff publicly, um, but. Um, you know, I, I, all, I want you all to just keep his family in his thoughts um, in uh, just moving forward into a, a new phase uh, for, um, you know, uh, what his his family is uh, is uh, currently going through. Um, and again, it's nothing uh, concerning or, or life threatening or anything like that. But it's definitely new responsibilities and challenges. And no, I'll squash the rumors right now. He did not get married again. So <laughs> that one's out. It's not that. He also Damn did it. not. I lost the bet. And he <laughs> did not beat DJ. Yeah. He did not knock anyone up. Damn. So you lost that. I one. lost the bet. All right. Oh, my goodness. Well. That's what we are. When you're in Vegas, you take a lot of bets and you win some and you lose a lot more. <laughs> Especially if you go on that wedding chapel bet, because that's the <laughs> biggest gamble of all out here, guys. Right, right, right. Oh, man. All right, y'all. Well, good stuff. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. Let people know about the Vegas Bad Boys. And uh, we definitely appreciate it. You always can donate to us. We appreciate that as well. It's uh, our... Our um, our what is it? What is it? The what is it? The what chat? Cash app. Cash app. Yes, the cash app. Man, I was trying. I'm trying to mix in Snapchat with cash app. I'm like, I think that. Thank you. The cash app. So, so you've got a Snapchat. <laughs> Easy, Hello. Man. Easy. <laughs> but yeah, the the cash app. Um, Vegas bad boys with a Z and feel free to send in anything. We use that to help promote our programming out into the world of social media. All right. So thank you for, for listening and we will see you. Don't forget Wednesday that the Falco files, it's always enjoyable. You want to listen to that always good stuff. And as we're opening back up, a lot of things is going to be happening. So please, please, please listen to the Falco Files on Wednesday, all right? And with that, we will see you next week. Peace. The biggest bad boys of podcasting.